Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lake Erie College Wrestling 2020 Signing Day Show. I'm your host, Rob Gore, and I'll be joined by Lake Erie Storm Head Wrestling Coach Jeff Brees and Assistant Coach Andrew Bearden. Coaches, how are we doing tonight? Doing great. Yeah, real excited. Thanks. Well, tonight we're going to be highlighting those 2020 signees that you just brought on. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of um, team maintenance, if you will. So, Coach Breeze, why don't you start off with the current rankings? Yeah, so we've got uh, two guys in the, the flow preseason rankings right now. Uh, Brandon Tenney's number 14 in the country at, at 141. And Chris Triggy's number seven in the country at 197. Um, the open mat rankings actually came out, uh, I believe, yesterday too, and they have uh, Chris at number seven in the country as well. So um, we're we're happy to have the two guys in the rankings. Um, I, I think we're probably at least at a fair ranking based on how the year ended last year with Chris. Um, we thought he was going to end top eight in the country, so nice to see him top eight in the country in the preseason rankings coming back since we didn't get to wrestle that tournament out and prove it. Um, thought maybe Brandon would be ranked a little bit higher, but we got to change a weight class in there as well. So um, really his big wins last year came at 149. He kind of made a name for himself at 149, not 141. So not entirely shocked to see him a little bit lower there. Um, and we pretty confident we're going to have some guys pop into the rankings a little bit later in the year. Um, and just kind of, you know, victims of a how the season ended, but also um, having some guys be on red shirt and we know they had a great year or they're freshmen and we know they're going to be really good when they finally get to step on the scene for us in the in the second semester. But, you know, you typically don't get ranked as a freshman right out of the gate. So um, we really expect to see the number of ranked guys jump up pretty quick. And the D2 rankings are really interesting um, because it's such a tight race every year. If you have two guys in the rankings and all of a sudden you have four guys in the rankings, you go from not ranked as a team to sometimes ranked eighth or ninth in the country just based off of those, those two different guys. So um, we, we feel like we're in a really good place with, I mean, again, it's rankings. They mean very little, but it's nice to start out the year with a couple of guys ranked and, and knowing maybe we got a couple other guys that, that probably will be pretty soon. Yeah. And, and, and keep, it seems like tonight's theme is gonna is gonna be we feel like we're in a really good place. So before we get into the to the signees, um, you got a, a wrestle off coming up on December twentieth. Yeah, so we we've really felt like this year with the number of competitions that we're probably not going to be able to have um, that it was really important to do a a true wrestle off, and so we're going to do this in the format of a tournament actually. Um, our, our team numbers are pretty good. So it's, you know, we have more than 20 guys fighting for the top 10 spots. So we need to do it in a little bit more of a tournament format. It's also going to get some guys, some rust knocked off, get them some jitters out of the way. Um, and, and quite honestly, we aren't going to get a chance to put on a show very often at, at home this year, just with the restrictions that we know are, are coming down and, and the uncertainty. So we figured the best way to control our circumstances to try and do something at home. And so we're going to try and make a really big deal out of our wrestle offs, even a bigger deal than it normally would be. Um, it's a wrestle off. You want your starting spot, but I, I'm not a guy that believes in beating your teammates the best way to determine who the best guy is. Um, but given the circumstances of this year, we're planning on doing a really big 
show for WrestleOffs. Um, we're going to release some more details soon, but we're going to use a lot of this format that we're using tonight and try and create a full broadcast um, of both mats. So we'll have the clock, we'll have the wrestling action, and we'll have somebody calling the action for uh, for both mats. Um, we're working on some production stuff in-house that literally nobody else will see other than the wrestlers because we're not going to have fans in the building, but we're still going to try and create an atmosphere for the guys um, and do some of the fun things that we would normally do during, uh, during a home match and during dinner and a show and things like that. So, I mean, and we're – we're, we're taking it very seriously. We had two of the best referees in the country coming to do our wrestle-offs too. Um, you know, no offense to the guys that aren't coming to do our wrestle-offs, but like if you ask people who some of the best referees in the country are, they're going to tell you Kevin Lynch and Matt Sorochinski. We have two of the best in the country coming to do our wrestle-offs. So we're really, really excited about it because we've had such a lack of things we could do. If you would have asked me to be excited about wrestle-offs last year, I would have been like, yeah, can we? just get it over with and not get anybody hurt and move on with our day. Um, but we're going to make a big deal out of wrestle offs this year. Still got a lot of hurdles and it's, uh, you know, it, the this year is, is crazy in a lot of respects. So until December 20th happens, I'm not going to feel comfortable that it's happened. Uh, but we're going to put a lot of work and effort into making sure we end the first semester on something pretty cool for our team. Well, you mentioned that there won't be any fans in the stands. So what are some of the ways that your fans, family members, friends can watch the team when they can't attend? Yeah. So one of the big things I, I kind of alluded to was that we are going to use this format with uh, with this this um, server that we're using and this three box format to uh, to be able to give a really good production value to the matches where it's not just hey, we got a camera set up. It's kind of blurry. You don't know what the score is. Um, maybe somebody that doesn't know how to keep scores running the clock. Like we're we're going to be able to do, like you see graphics scrolling across the bottom. We're going to be able to do post-match interviews. Um, so this is like, it's going to, it takes a lot of moving parts. We're probably going to have six different computers and cameras set up to do what we want. Um, and it's certainly not anything that's related to wrestling but our parents deserve to see their kids wrestle. Our, our guys are excited about putting on a show for people. And so if we can't do it in person, we're gonna try and put on a good production. Um, so when people tune in, it's it's actually worth watching. I mean, it, it's gonna be worth watching either way because it's moms are always gonna watch their sons wrestle. <laughs> but if they can watch their son wrestle and it actually looks good and it's a fun presentation, I think they'll be even more excited about it. No doubt about it, no doubt about it. So. Um, are there, there any other updates before we get into the signing days? Oh man, there's lots of stuff going on. I'm in Omaha right now. Um, technically, uh, I'm on unofficial. I'm not on Lake Erie College business. I'm on Compound Regional Training Center business right now, but um, Compound Great Lakes Regional Training Center business. Um, but we have some guys wrestling in the UW Juniors and U23s this weekend. Um, a smaller amount of guys than we would have liked. Um, you know, I think we had 20 guys originally signed up and dominoes just kept falling between not being able to, uh, to miss a final. Um, there, and, and the reason our professors are usually extremely good at working with us, but there was a risk. There still is a risk that everybody that's taken this trip may have to quarantine for two weeks, depending on whether Nebraska becomes a quarantine state or not. And that could change at any moment. So we had to leave a lot of guys back for the for the sake of academics that 
they could be in person to do their finals the way they needed to do. I mean, that's a big piece of our program is trying to be top 10 in the country academically. And you don't do that by missing your final. So, but we're still able to have some guys out here um, because a, they're really good students and their professors were happy to work with them because they're really good students. Um, and we got lucky in, uh, in one case where, you know, we have a, a student in a master's program that's completely online anyway. So he was going to take his final on a computer no matter what. So worked out well. All right. Well, so we can just assume that 2020 was like 2020 for everybody else, which obviously there was plenty of challenges all the way around. Um, level playing field. But when it comes to recruiting, what kind of challenges, Coach, did you have as you were trying to recruit some of these athletes that we're going to be talking about here in a little bit? So I think probably our biggest challenge quickly became one of our biggest advantages. Um, and so the, the challenge for us has, has always been whether, you know, what timeline should we be on? How aggressive should we be? And um, how do we win battles, getting some guys to, to take visits to campus when they have limited visits. And so we honestly, we chose to be really aggressive um, in our timeline. And, and I think it's gonna show when you see this class, how many people we have signed in November already. Uh, but we chose to be really aggressive with our timeline, take a very much D1 approach that we were gonna go out and, and get the bulk of our class done early um, and be settled and be able to move our program forward. Um, and so what the COVID year actually did for us was division two did not go on a dead period where division one still on a dead period division two didn't now don't get me wrong. I did my fair share of zoom calls and FaceTime calls. And I did that like everybody else in the country, but we did have a distinct advantage where if people hadn't seen our campus, they actually could go see it. And our campus is a big advantage. Our campus is beautiful. The surrounding area is very unique for what you would get for, for coming to a small school. We have a lot of things that people would never think we would have right in our backyard. And so being able to do that became a really big advantage to us. Just so happened we'd been working hard on this class for a year, year and a half as it was. We had already built some really good relationships. So when they could see campus, it, it, things started to really snowball really quickly in a good way for us. All right. Well, you certainly have uh, done your job, done a great job in recruiting these these um, wrestlers and and getting these commits. And um, so without further ado, let's get into it. How's, how's that sound? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Let's start uh, at lightweights and end up at heavyweights. So at 125 pounds projected out of Aurora, Ohio, we have Anthony Segaris. He's a 2020 state qualifier. He's also in the state team semis. And he was in the 2019 state state team finals with Aurora. Coach, what do you have to say about Anthony? Yeah, so I think uh, one of the things that jumps out for, for me with Anthony is uh, progression that we've seen over time. Um, he is a, is a guy that little by little, we've seen the work, we've seen the progress. I have the fortune of oftentimes getting to work with guys in the summer, being on Fargo, Fargo coaching staff and things like that. I've seen him work at it. Um, and so he doesn't have all of the credentials that I'm sure he wanted to have. Um, obviously didn't get his opportunity to wrestle the state tournament this year, but he progressed himself along. And so we're really excited about that. And then another theme that you're going to see and hear as we talk about all of these guys is he comes from a program that knows how to win. 
Um, and I think that's really important, not just from the individual standpoint, but what we're trying to do as a team, it is great to have guys that know how to win as a team and what went into that and how that plays out. Um, so I think there's a, there's a ton of upside from him, from him. And, uh, you know, he's got, there's a lot of good clubs in Ohio. So I, I hate to say like the best club coach in Ohio. I'm not going to say that, but he's got a really freaking good club coach too. So I know what he's been taught. I know he's been developed uh, to a large extent before I get my hands on him. And so I'm, I'm excited about where I can take him once I do get to put my hands on him every day. And he's got a, he's got a twin brother who's going to wrestle in college too, which is nice because that means, uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that can have these wars back, you know, at home or in the basement or in the practice room. And he's always got a drill partner right there. So, so I think that's kind of a cool thing with him and, and he's just, he's a really scrappy guy. You know, I think he's, he's tough. He's scrappy. I think he's, he's definitely a guy that's got high upside for sure. All right. Not too far away down in Alliance area at Marlington high school. Uh, you got another 2020 state qualifier. That's going to be a theme with these Ohio guys, obviously because Ohio wasn't able to get their state tournament in this year, but state qualifier 2020, Brendan Hamilton projecting it at 133, 141. Yeah, so this is, to me, one of the, the hidden gems in the class. I, I think from a smaller school, a school that maybe doesn't have all of like the tradition and hype that some of the other guys in this class have. And, and I actually really like finding guys like that. So I talked about coming from programs that really know how to win. I also like finding guys that uh, they have found a way to win when it's not always perfect around them because it's not always going to be perfect. They didn't always have the best training partners, the best this, the best that. And, and so Brendan to me is just a tough dude. He's tough on top, um, pretty confident as well, not in an arrogant way, but just like really knows what his capability is. And he is a guy that fits in well to our small school environment. Definitely would have had some other options, did have some other options, but like the small school environment, got to know our guys, liked our guys, like there, there's a few guys in every class that you recruit where you can just see like their excitement just pours out of them when they're on our campus. Like he lit up when he was on campus. Um, and so that to me tells me that it, it's going to be a great fit, um, you know, and, and fit definitely matters. Skill and ability make a big difference, but if you're unhappy where you're at, you don't accomplish what you want. I think he's going to be very happy at Lake Erie and that's going to help us jump some hurdles with him. And I love his frame. You know, I like those real tall, kind of skinnier 133-pounders. And obviously, Coach Breeze coming from PA, you know, a couple-time PA champ. He's really, really good on top. Uh, he's going to be able to take that skill set and, and coach Brennan up. And I think it's, it's going to be an awesome fit for sure. Coach Bearden, we'll stick with you on this one here. We're going to move up to Michigan, Dundee, Michigan, that uh, has a storied program couple guys from there we're going to start out in that same similar weight class 133 141 projected Austin Feats what do you what do you have on him yeah Feats really really tough kid you know he's a guy that we've gotten to know quite a quite a bit over the last couple of years um, he's kind of been around the program just because we recruited and brought in a kid named Tyler Orson a few years back and, and Feats was really close with Tyler and honestly he looks like a young Tyler Orson you know when you look at his face and so forth but Three-time state placer. He put it away last year, got his first state title. He's ranked number one in the state, you know, according to flow rankings at 130 pounds. 
he's kind of utility player for that Dundee lineup. I mean, Dundee, obviously a top 50 program in the country, and he's a guy that'll go down to 130 pounds and make weight uh, to help the lineup be a little bit better. And then he'll turn around and, and one week later, he'll wrestle 145 pounds in a dual meet. You know, I mean, he certainly is not absent of drill partners. I mean, you're talking about one of the best programs in the country. So he's got guys like, you know, Ty Swiderski, obviously, who's coming to Lake Erie. But, you know, they have quite the stable of uh, of lightweight, you know, 125 to 140 pound hammers in that room as well. So really excited about getting Austin, you know, great family, great kid. And uh, both he and Ty, like they've really absorbed into our culture because our culture is is really you know, heavy on academics and so forth. And both he and Ty, since they've been committed, they've really made uh, a strong focus towards their academic side of things. And uh, we just got their first marking period grades back and, and, you know, phenomenal. Both of those guys have made tremendous steps academically and so forth. So I'm really excited for them. Can't wait to get them both on campus. Well, you mentioned uh, Austin Feeds finally bringing it home there at 130 pounds in the state of Michigan, his drill partner, 135 pound state champ, you already alluded to him, Tyler Swiderski, also out of Dundee. What's, uh, expand a little bit more on his uh, uh, ability and what he's gonna bring to Lake Erie. Yeah, Ty actually uh, 145. So Casey was a 135 pounder, gotcha. uh, but, but, but Ty, you know, 145 pounder, uh, this year, 152, he's ranked number one in the state, according to flow at 152 pounds, you know, all divisions and so forth. Three time state finalist, super, super tough kid. Uh, finally put it away, got his first state title this past year, pretty dominant season, really. I mean, he, he lost one match in the state of Michigan, went down to Brexville, uh, you know, did really well at the Brexville tournament, which is one of the tougher tournaments, you know, in the country. But, um, where he's made tremendous strides over the past 12 months is his consistency because he's had the talent. He's been a world beater. He's a guy that can go out there and, you know, beat some of the top ranked kids in the country, but now he's consistently doing it. Right. So I'm super proud of Ty. I think like his best days are ahead of him. I think that the incline that he's going right now, um, there's not a doubt in my mind that, that that's a guy that if he continues at this rate, uh, he, he's got the potential to be a multiple time All-American for the Storm, for sure. Coach Priest, you got a long uh, tie in with Michigan wrestling. What is it about um, going across the border there that uh, attracts you to the Michigan wrestlers? Yeah, so, I mean, I got very, very lucky. Uh, a lot of the Michigan ties were made before I even walked in the door. Coach Bearden has done a great job recruiting Michigan before I ever got even a, a whiff of being part of the Lake Erie program. Coach Hugenboom has had a ton of success with Michigan guys um, prior to that, uh, especially with the Vandermeer family. I mean, two of the best to come through our program um, from the same family and both Michigan guys. So a lot of that was already set and established. Um, but we have, I think, kind of jumped to a, to a new level in Michigan where there was, there was a point yeah, for for a brief time where it was kind of something crazy like Penn State, Navy, Virginia, and then Lake Erie, Lake Erie, Lake Erie. That was what was happening in the state of Michigan in recruiting. So we're we're now um, very much consistently an option for guys that are at the top level in that state. And for me, I think probably one of the biggest things that draws them to our campus, aside from a lot of the like the other just straight up wrestling things. Um, 
it, they're about, most of them are two, three hours away from home. It's that perfect distance where you can be a little bit away from home and grow up and, and learn to be your own man. But if you want to be home for dinner on Sunday, you can be home for dinner on Sunday. It's not, it's not a bad drive to get home. You know, if you want to go home and hunt or fish or whatever it is, you can still get home and do that, but it's not like you're in your, your backyard and there's nothing wrong with being in your backyard. I'd love to keep more kids right in our backyard, but I also understand that allure to get a little bit further away from home. So I think we're just a perfect distance and we're, we're really lucky. Some of the best programs in the country are about two to three hours from our wrestling room. Well, keeping with that top level Michigan talent, projecting 157, uh, 165 there in the middle of your lineup, Bryce Cheney, new Lothrop, Michigan. Coach, what do you have to say about Bryce? Yeah, so Bryce has been uh, has been a guy. Again, I talked a little bit about this with uh, with Brendan Hamilton. Like, you just saw the excitement and the fit when he came to campus, um, and it's it's hard not to be excited when when you just know somebody is going to be such a good fit for the culture. And he he knows half our team. Like he's got he's got more friends on the team already than he might have at his own high school right now. I mean that's a bit of an exaggeration, but he's got people that he's already really close with and he he fits in seamlessly. You know, and he's he's really tough. I mean, how many times can you get a guy that is a a state finalist and he's just like, "Yeah, I love it here." Like I, he was already sold and then I had to make sure that I wasn't missing something like he just loved our program and, and for good reason. Like he fits in perfectly. And again, coach Bearden alluded to frame a little bit earlier. Um, man, I don't know how big he's going to get. I think he's going to get a lot bigger. Like he's projected in the middle right now, but there's a lot of arm and leg to, to put onto him. Like he could be a 157 pounder. He could be a 184 pounder. Um, so I, I, but I'm most like, I gravitate to the genuine excitement that he has about our program. And I, I think that's going to mean a lot once he gets there. Cause it's, it's tough everywhere you go. It's not perfect every day at any program. So being genuinely excited about where you're going uh, for reasons bigger than just whether you're winning wrestling matches, I think means a lot. Couple, couple Bryce Cheney factoids real quick, son of a coach. So that's awesome. Um, really good football player and and they're probably going to win a starfish <laughs> state championship this year and and he's had just like a ton of highlights on the football field but my favorite Bryce Cheney story he lost two matches last year including the state finals and the two guys that he lost to are both in our 2020 class they're freshmen this year and he told me that one of the reasons he wants to come to Lake Erie besides the fact that he knows all these guys and he's really, really comfortable and everything is because he knows what kind of room we have at that weight class. You know, he's coming in this class with guys like Swiderski and Gary right at that same weight class. But then he's got those guys from last year, Potter and Chad Haynes and so forth. So he understands that for him to be the best wrestler that he's ever going to be, he needs to surround himself with those really tough dudes. So I just thought that was an awesome story when, when we sat down and we were talking about it. Well, let's move back to the Ohio side of the border here. Northeast Ohio, there's going to be a theme for the next few wrestlers here, Coach. Um, Toledo Whitmer High School is going to give you Jack Haskin. Jack is a, a 2020 state qualifier again. Not able to to go through the bracket as, as, um, as you know, Ohio wasn't able to, to get their state tournament in. But he's currently ranked 
number three in Ohio at 145. So he's going to slot in, um, you know, right around 149, 147 for you. Talk about Jack Haskin. Yeah. So Jack, um, I mean, I'll circle back to, to him as a wrestler here in just a second. But, but Jack honestly was kind of the, the glue that brought a lot of this class together. Like Jack was a big piece of the puzzle because we liked Jack a ton. And as we recruited Jack, he was kind of like, well, what do you, uh, what do you think about this guy? And we're like, oh, we love him. We'd love to talk to him. He's like, oh, well, I'm really good friends with him. Like we'll, we'll definitely connect. And then, the, then that guy would decide like, yeah, Lake Erie is the place for him. And they'd be like, oh, well, what do you think about this guy? And we're like, oh, we really like him too. Why don't, uh why don't you get us in touch? Oh yeah. He's like one of my best friends. And so Jack was like, he was the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon in our recruiting class here. Like everybody seemed to know Jack and love Jack. And so they're like, well, if this is a good place for Jack, like I need to consider it. Um, and that that's honestly just how it played out. It wasn't how we intended it. We just knew Jack was a really good wrestler and we'd been recruiting him for, you know, a pretty much from day one, when we were allowed to start recruiting this class, we were talking to Jack. Um, it's a shame he didn't get to finish the year out last year. I don't know how it would have played out. Um, but I know he's a guy that's not in the national rankings right now that has wins over guys that finished last year in the national rankings. Um, he's very good and he is growing into his body. Um, which I think has actually made him that much better of a wrestler. I, what I've seen from him in the preseason, um, and the events he's been able to attend, him allowing himself to grow up has actually made a big difference. He's learning to wrestle in a lot of new places that, you know, he didn't let himself get to when he weighed 132 pounds. Yeah, Jack's a world-class person, A-plus person. Uh, Zeb Miller calls him a $2 steak because he's a tough kid. He's really, <laughs> really tough. Probably one of the most liked wrestlers in the entire state of Ohio. Like if, if you pulled just all high school wrestlers, I think uh, you would be hard pressed to find anybody that said anything negative about Jack Haskin, just the way he carries himself and his family and so forth, just tremendous people. And, uh, you know, like Coach Breeze was saying, he, he's kind of like the glue of this recruiting class. He wasn't the first commit of this recruiting class, but he like is part of this very secretive underground club that not a lot of people know about. And it's mostly all Michigan guys. But then there's Jack and Jack goes up to Michigan. And he wrestles in this club with all these guys like Feets and Swiderski and so forth. And some of those other Dundee guys and, you know, guys from Brighton, Michigan and so forth. And then he brings Lieber across the state line too. And, uh, and, you know, he wrestles with Gary and so forth. So just an awesome, awesome person. Super excited to have Jack here with a storm. Well, let's bump up a weight class in rankings in the state of Ohio. At least we got state ranked number two. Uh, you mentioned uh, Alex Gary a couple times now. He's from Perrysburg, Ohio. So Division One, big big school in Ohio, um, coached by uh, uh, Burnett. So tell us a little bit about Eric, Alex Gary. Yeah, it comes from one of the best uh, high school programs in the state, you know, that Perrysburg team. Uh, that's a team that will always be competing for, uh, for team state championships with Scotty at the helm. Um, obviously coming through the club with, you know, BTW and so forth, he's got probably, you know, like coach Brees had alluded to earlier, probably one of the best club coaches and club programs, you know, in the entire state, in the country, really. Um, so he's a guy that is just a gamer. He is like super competitive, great Alex Gary story. When he came on his visit, he, uh, he ran into a couple of our guys that were, uh, working out in the weight room. 
And uh, as we left the weight room, he said, how much does that guy weigh? I want to wrestle him. Right. Like he knew nothing about this guy. Uh, he, he didn't know if this guy was, you know, 174 pounds, 184 pounds, 157 pounds. He just said, like, uh, I want to wrestle that guy. So he's just a super competitive kid. Couple, you know, two, three time Brexville placer, which is one of the toughest tournaments in the country. And uh, we really think that, you know, because of of his moxie, because of his makeup and so forth and his competitive nature, like he's going to be a hard out one day. Like, like teams are really going to have trouble matching up with Alex Gary in the lineup. Yeah. I, one of the things that really sold me on Alex Gary, and, and this is, it's kind of a weird thing to think about when you're recruiting a guy, like that this is the thing that jumped out to me. I watched him go down 14 to one at the Brexville tournament last year. Everything he had tried up to that point went wrong. And he just kept coming back to the center going, it's going to work this time. The next thing's going to work. And the next thing that worked was a mixer and he pinned the guy and he advanced and placed it like that, you know, and it wasn't because he was wrestling poorly. Things were just going wrong and he kept composure and he got back to the center and he kept wrestling hard. And that like, I was sold immediately. There's, you know, he's going to be a guy that nobody wants to wrestle. It doesn't matter what weight he's at. He's going to be a pain to wrestle. And it's nice to have some guys in the lineup. We have some guys that are very, very talented, but people aren't necessarily like, oh man, I don't want to wrestle that guy. They just respect them because they're really good. Alex Gary's a dude that you actually don't want to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's also one of those kind of kids like uh, coach Brees and I were talking before we could, we could like tell him at like 3 PM next year, like, Oh, Hey, by the way, like we're taking you to the dual meet and you're going to wrestle 174 pounds, even though he's a 157 pounder. And he would be like, great. Like, is my bag packed or what do I got to do? Like he, he would be all in. He's just a super competitive kid. And, uh, I love that about him for sure. And he's going to go to law school, you know, through all this political season and so forth, he wants to go to law school and be a politician. So, you know, we're going to try to get him hooked up with an internship with Congressman Dave Joyce, who's got a field office right here in town and, you know, see what we can do there to help him, uh, you know, in life after wrestling. Well, sticking in that Northeast Ohio theme, in fact, uh, about five miles down the road from Toledo Whitmer is uh, Sylvania Northview. So uh, you're picking up Connor Lieber. Connor's going to be a, um, projected at 174, 184 for you guys. Um, tell us about Connor Lieber. Yeah, so I, I think Connor is uh, is a guy that I don't know how you can be as good as he is in Ohio and fly under the radar a little bit, but I think he flew under the radar because radar, he's not from an Illyria, a Brexville, a St. Ed's, an Aurora. He's not from one of those type of programs. Uh, but if you watch him wrestle, the things he's capable of doing are, are really high level. Um, and so we jumped on him pretty early because we knew – we knew how good he was and I'm, I'm not sure if everybody else did yet. And we didn't want honestly, quite honestly, didn't want everybody else to figure it out. That's, that was their problem if they didn't know. Um, I, I watched him have some wars. We're actually watching the clip. I mean, he had some wars last year, you know, through the sections, districts, et cetera. And uh, I was impressed every time I saw, saw him wrestle, you know, late, late in the season. So we're really excited about him and something I've been excited about since he committed is he, he asks a lot of questions. Like he's very interested in 
learning how he can grow um, and how he can get better in the sport. Um, and you don't always get that right away. Um, I think everybody has interests, but they're afraid to ask the question sometimes. He's never afraid to ask a question. Um, and I think that's going to that's gonna carry a, a lot of weight for him the first couple of years of college as he develops. Tremendous student athlete, uh, like 4.0 GPA, wants to go to PA school, wants to be a physician's assistant. Um, just a really, really exceptional person, comes from a great family again. And he won the Maumee Bay Classic last year, which, again, is another top tournament in Ohio. And that kind of put him on my radar. And then I had the opportunity to go out to the Perrysburg District and watch him. And you could see that physically he was mature enough to wrestle in college. Because when you're in those upper middle weights, like you have to be pretty well developed if you're going to compete. And there's not a doubt in my mind that skill set and physically – he's a dude that could get out there and and he could wrestle next year, right? We could put him in the lineup next year if his number had to be called. So moving up one more weight class, just a couple more uh, guys left here. Um, projecting 184, 197. Moving back to Michigan, Clinton, Michigan, another great program up there. Um, you got uh, Braden Randolph coming in at uh, 184, 197. He's, he's a 2020 state champ. Um, he also does a lot of off-season wrestling. Tell us about him. Yeah, he's actually, he's a couple-time runner-up individually. So third as a freshman, second as a sophomore, second as a junior. Uh, we believe pretty strongly that he'll get that title this year. But uh, his team, they won the team state championship last year. So he was a, a huge piece of that pie for them winning it uh, down at the team state tournament. In Michigan, the team state tournament's a pretty big deal. I know, I know, here in Ohio, it's 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 becoming a bigger deal, but up there, that is still like a, a quite an accomplishment to win a team title. And uh, you know, he's just a, a tremendous, tremendous person. He's the son of a coach, so that that always helps. Comes from a great family. Um, you know, I asked him as we were recruiting him, you know, what's the what's the five most important things in your life? And he said, number one was his faith. Number two was his family. Number three was his friends. Number four was wrestling. And number five was, you know, just being outdoors, being, being either at the lake or out in the woods or just doing something out there. And uh, we thought that we'd be able to support him in those five areas of his life. And, and he believes that we're the best place to help support him in those five areas of his life. And uh, I think he's, he's going to be a great fit for us. You know, he was a Fargo Greco-Roman uh, runner up. So as we continue to want to develop the freestyle and Greco program, you know, through the RTC and so forth, you know, that's going to be a big piece of the pie for him. And, uh, we're just really, really, really excited about getting him. He's, he's another one of those guys, like, you know, he and, and, and Ty Swiderski, they're top 10 pound for pound recruits in the state of Michigan. Both of them are top 10 seniors. And then you, you get feats in there and, and feats is a top 25 guy, you know? So like coach breeze alluded to earlier, like we're getting top, top end talent out of the state of Michigan. And, and that is something that we're just super excited about. And that Clinton program, they're actually in the same conference as Dundee, believe it or not. They are in the same conference. So you've got two, you've got the Division Three and the Division Four state champion uh, teams in the same conference. So they're used to battling it out and, and wrestling a tough schedule and so forth. And we know that he's going to be battle tested ready. All state football player, you know, running back, linebacker, he's a – He's a multi-sport athlete, like just a, a really, really well-rounded person. 
One of the things that I loved in, in recruiting him when we first started to try and get to know him was the pace that he wrestles with. And I love that he's good at Greco. I love that he loves to wrestle in the summer. Um, but it is a difficult thing to see a guy his size wrestle with the pace that he wrestles with. And it's one of those things that it's very difficult to teach by the time you get to college. So the pace that he already has, being able to fine tune that, um, where he makes a couple less mistakes, but he wears guys out. I'm really excited to, uh, to work with that. I mean, it's again, not something that, that you see every day. There's not a willingness, you know, above 174 to hit a knee as often as he hits a knee. Um, and then the fact that he can go upper body once he gets there, um, makes it, you know, that much more exciting to, to see where we can expand things from there. And, and the old saying goes, you know, you're as good as the company you keep. Well, through the recruiting process with him, we got to meet a lot of his, uh, his close friends and we got to meet his family really well. And, and, uh, he just surrounds himself with like the best people, you know, his, his friends are tremendous people, you know, the, the company that he keeps, his coaches are awesome. His family's fantastic. So, uh, he is going to be a huge leader within the Storm program for sure. Well, we got one left, and he's the big guy. And he actually went over to Pennsylvania for this one, so I'm excited to hear the story about uh, recruiting uh, this young man out of Pennsylvania, 285 pounds, Matt McHale from Downingtown West over in PA. Tell us about Matt. Yeah, so I I, I cheated. I I know uh, I know Matt's family or his coach's family really well. Um, he's coached by my uncle at Downingtown West. So um, I'd actually gotten to know Matt at a, at a camp I worked the previous summer. Um, really liked his his work ethic. And um, again, like, you know, a lot of people go to camp, but, you know, my uncle's a little bit old school. It was like 9,000 degrees in the gym in the summer. I, I, there probably was air conditioning. He didn't bother to find it. Um, we ran like a six-hour camp session that day. He was still asking questions at the end of the day. And so I, I knew the, uh, the work ethic that was going to be there and the willingness to get better. And then he had a heck of a season last year. Um, ultimately didn't qualify for the PA state tournament. Um, and I have, you know, a little bit of PA bias. I know what it means to not qualify for the PA state tournament. Sometimes if you really dig deep into who he beat during the year, he beat a handful of guys that qualified for the tournament. Um, he was a guy that probably belonged at the state tournament, um, had maybe he been in a different district or something like that. And so I think he, again, a good under the radar guy that can win at a, actually at a pretty high level, but it doesn't have all the credentials to go with it yet. Um, and I was fortunate to, you know, I know stories of, of Matt from when he literally first started wrestling because my cousin was his junior high coach and my uncle was his high school coach. And so when you have people that you trust like that, telling you what you're getting um, as a human being, uh, it makes it real easy to make some decisions there. So, And there's, there's a graphic out there right now that was produced that has all these 2021 signees in there, all 10 of them. He has by far and away the best haircut out of all these guys, like tremendous mullet with the sidesteps, you know, he went over the top with it. Um, so, you know, that that's a guy that, that likes to enjoy life and have some fun and so forth. And uh, uh, I had the opportunity to meet him when he came on his visit and so forth. So 
really great kid. I know his, his brother plays college football and so forth. So he, he comes from a pretty athletic family and uh, definitely looking forward to having him up there and, you know, bang around with some of our heavyweight guys for sure. Yeah. So funny story that you mentioned, mentioned the mullet, but I, I actually think uh, him having a mullet endeared him to, to our guys and it made him feel like he'd found his people. I think we had four guys that were rocking a mullet at the time that he visited. I think we're down to just two now, but um, they felt comfortable with him immediately based on his haircut. And he felt comfortable with, uh, with our guys. He had found his people. They all, all, all of them blonde mullets. It was could, couldn't have like written that up if I wanted to. That's just how it played out that day. <laughs> and what's wrestling without a mullet here and there, right? I mean, That's right. All right. Well, listen, you got under the radar guys. You've got state champs. You got state runner ups. You got people that aren't um, aren't, a, aren't aren't that are used to being on the podium, right? So why don't you tell us what you're looking for in recruits? You're kind of all over the place. Um, but tell us what you're looking for. What's a perfect fit for uh, Lake Erie College Wrestling? Yeah, so I, I think for, for us, um, and, you know, maybe a lot of people that are watching this already know this about us, but you know, we, we basically set out every year. We want to be top 10 in the country athletically. We want to be top 10 in the country academically. Um, and we say we want to win the conference because that usually means we got to win a top 10 dual meet because our conference is really good. So, um guys that are committed to that uh, at that starting point and believe that we can be top 10 or greater athletically every year. Um, that is, that's a really big piece of it. And then we're looking for basically, um, and coach Bearden talks about this all the time, but we're not looking for D2 wrestlers. We, we don't actually know what a D2 wrestler is or how to describe what a D2 wrestler is. We want guys that believe that they could wrestle at the D1 level and probably belong at the D1 level, but don't belong in a classroom with, you know, 450 people and a campus of 60,000 people that they, they want to be part of a small community and they want to want to be known, um, you know, and they don't have to be on the Big Ten network to be happy with their with their accomplishments. Um, they, those are that's what we're looking for. Um in recruits. We don't really recruit E2 guys because we don't know what that is. We want we want guys that fit the bill academically, that believe they're really good, but Lake Erie is the right place for them. Um, not just the shiny, flashiest thing that they could be at. You know, if you're in it, I say this a lot in recruiting, I've been I've mentioned it a lot, but if you like you're in it or mom and dad are in it for the t-shirt, so you can wear the t-shirt to the barbecue to impress your friends. Lake Erie College probably isn't the t-shirt, but if you want to come win a national title and have an amazing experience and get a great education and have coaches surround, surrounding you that like actually have time to care about you because there's not 60,000 people on campus, then we start to win some of those battles in that way. Like we believe we have 10 division one guys that we brought in, you know, and, and they're going to be a big piece of our puzzle instead of maybe in some cases, a guy that would have just been at the school so they can say they they went there. Briefly talk real quick here as we finish up, briefly talk about the um, the campus itself and, and um, you know, where you're located and, and, and what's around you and what, what makes you unique? Yeah, so uh, the big unique factor that I always talk about is 
we, if you go to a small school, most places in the country, I haven't been to every small school in the country, but most places in the country, you're either right in the middle of a city and you have no country whatsoever around you, or you're in the middle of nowhere when, and you hope that Walmart's close so you can have some excitement around you. Um, where we happen to be smack dab in the middle of everything and we're a small campus where it takes five minutes to walk to class from your dorm room you don't have to deal with bus traffic you don't have to deal with you know how many parking tickets did you get that week but at the same time we're 35 minutes from downtown cleveland we're five minutes from the lake we're three minutes from the river you're 10 minutes from being at you know a state park and being out in nature and oh, by the way, mentors five minutes down the road too. So if you can't find something to eat, drink, go shop for, and probably do all of those things in quadruple, you're not trying very hard. Like mentor has pretty much everything under this. It's one of the biggest suburbs in the state and it's less, probably less than five minutes before you actually hit the city limit from our campus. You know, I, I, I've, Chipotle probably owes me some money at this point, but like we always talk about the, we have four Chipotle's within five minutes of our campus. Like, that's my point that like, there's, there's so much to do that we have shops built on top of themselves. But, Oh, by the way, we're in this little small town of Painesville where you can just walk down the street into like a, an old time, like Mayberry town square. So we literally have all of those things around us. Um, and we have a really good education to go with it. And I think, I think our guys that, come down and spend time, you know, in Painesville in the summertime, especially because our beaches are awesome. Like our beaches are, are beautiful. I grew up in Michigan on the other side of the lake and the beaches there are way different. It's the same lake, but the beaches are, are completely different. Um, our beaches over here are tremendous. And, uh, you know, through recruiting and people coming out to town and seeing things and so forth, like 98% of the time, they're just absolutely blown away. Like they, they tell us all the time, like, this is so much bigger than what I expected it to be, or the area is just so much nicer, right? Not that they weren't expecting uh, a nice campus or a, a nice area, but it was like over the top nice. And so we love having our guys stay for the summer. We love having our guys, you know, get jobs or internships around town and hang out and train all through the summer and work out together and do that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, kind of our motto is we're not perfect, but we're perfect for a lot of people. And so those guys that are open-minded to a smaller campus environment with a culture built around challenging you academically, a culture built around challenging you athletically, having coaches and teammates that, that genuinely love you and care for you as a person. If you're about culture rather than things, we're probably going to be a really good fit. And if you look at this recruiting class, a lot of the teams that we were up against with these guys, they were academies, they were Ivy Leagues, they were ACC schools, right? And, and we're starting to compete with those types of schools when it comes to recruiting. And as we look towards 2022, right, we've already got some flags planted. We've already got, you know, guys that, that again, they're right there. They're D1 level type guys. They're guys that are, you know, uh, being recruited by the academies. They're being recruited by the Ivy Leagues and so forth. And you know, I think with that being said, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully winning more of those battles in 2022 and beyond. Well, signing day 2020. 
did a fantastic job. Coaches, I want to thank you for having me uh, aboard this, uh, this, this program here. I'm looking forward to these guys coming uh, in your room and, and growing in every way that you've already mentioned and, and then some. Um, guys, before we sign off, you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I just I really quickly wanted to talk about um, how how this group already feels like a family to me. Like they they already have their like full out group chat. You know, as guys would get committed, um, I would get a text from one of them like, "Hey, coach, um, you know who's who's committed? We want to we want to try and you know find them, get them in the group chat, like all of those kind of things." Um, and as I'm watching signing graphics come out throughout throughout the day these guys already have like little inside jokes with each other and they have nicknames for each other. And so um, I, I'm really excited about that for this class also, that they're going to come in tight already. And I think they're going to pretty seamlessly roll in with our team that is already also really tight group of guys. And this class isn't done yet, right? These are the first guys to get signed we know we're going to add a couple more guys to the mix. We we know that we're pretty deep with some some guys that really I think are are OKGs, right? Our kind of guys and and they're rainmakers and they fit exactly what we're looking for. So, you know, hopefully we can do this again, Rob, and we can add a couple more names to the scroll and a couple more videos and so forth and talk about, you know, some other guys and and all their accomplishments and how great their families are and everything else because we're going to add a couple more guys to this, but you know, next year, 2022, 2023, 2024, we're going to continue to build on it just the same way we built on it in, you know, 2018, 19, and 20 to this point. Now these 2021 guys. Sounds good. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Rob. Thank you.